We want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. New Year, New Me, right? Have you heard that one? New Year, New Me? Um, you're going to get skinnier this year. You're going to get more buff. You're going to eat better. You're going to have better habits, get to church more, read your Bible more. You got, got all those. Those are all good. Nothing wrong with any of those things. I don't want to discount or I don't want to um, say those are cliche because they're real things. We need to adopt those in our life. And um, I could talk about any one of those for a year <laughs> myself because because I, I'm a preacher and that's what I do. But I, I felt like I needed to hear what is God saying uh, right now for, for me, for us as a church. I love uh, this position because um, it's, it's re- it requires um, it, it, it's pressure, but it's also a privilege. And to hear from God and God s- speaks to you and it's just as well as he speaks to me. But um, I have to hear words for my uh, my church or the church that God has put in my in my life. Um, you should have words too for this church. You should have things to say. You should you should be able to share them. And this this church is unique, I think, in that I kind of say, who wants who wants to share a word? You can share it. You come to me. Um, sometimes I just let you come right to the microphone, and because I feel like we're a living organism. It, organism we're a family um you need to have words for your family god needs to you need to allow god you need to stop a little pause a little reflect a little to hear words for you and your wife for you and your kids for you and yourself you and yourself you need to hear words for your business if you have a business you need to hear words for your job if you work for somebody else you need to have work and god speaks he used to not speak 400 years before jesus came back to the earth and was born on this earth he didn't speak but he's speaking he's speaking all the time i encourage you take some time i know you're like i've heard this but take some time reflect pause contemplate journal pray you don't have to always pray when you're praying. You can just sit and listen. And sometimes God knows what you're saying without you saying anything. Sometimes that's some of my best prayers. So um, I'm off script here, but, you know, I feel like, you know, sometimes um, God will God will speak to me, and but he won't speak to me when I, I'm talking. <laughs> Right? Like, I'll, I'll pray, oh, Lord, show me the reason why this, you know. And he's, he's like, just shut up so I can talk to you. You know, I think he does that sometimes. So be listening. I don't pretend to think that I have, oh, this is the word for your life. I think there's a lot of words for our lives. There's at least 100 pages here of the Bible. I don't know how many pages. My Bible's uh, 1,993 pages. Um, All of that is words for me. They're words for you as well. So there's plenty of words. 
Sometimes he might w let one come out of it and speak to you. You'll hear something and you'll think you're getting a revelation. It's something probably, well, it is if it's from him. It's probably already been said in the word, but he's reminding you. And it's usually really simple, like, do not fear. <laughs> he said fear not a lot to the people in the Bible. Sometimes it'll probably be very simple, like um, um, obey. Would you obey okay already because you're not obeying? <laughs> Right? Maybe that's your word. Maybe it's repent. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty big on just the basics that we try to get real fancy about the revelation. Oh, the Lord is saying this, but he's probably a lot, most of the time just saying things like that. Trust, trust me. Be thankful, right? What is he saying to you today? If I was to have us all do this, just... Um, get on the mic and say what God's saying to you, what would he be saying to you? What would be a word that he would be saying? I mean, don't, you don't need to say them out loud, but hope is a great one. Think about it this week. Think about what he's saying to you. Um, one thing I'd like to add to your portfolio, okay, of the words he's saying is this, and I feel this very strongly. It's a gentle word. It's a simple word. It's a clear word. And it's an encouraging word. <laughs> it's the word together. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit, I'm purposefully turning around so that you don't look at me for a minute. I'll let the Holy Spirit speak what he wants to speak with this word to you. What is he, what is he wanting to say to you with this word? I promise you that you will be winning this year. You will not be losing if you listen to the words God speaks, and especially I think this one is a great one. He w this will help you win the word together. Before you make judgments on my verse that I'm going to share, I want to say uh, I'm going to say some things after it. But watch the verse, Hebrews chapter ten. Um, Hebrews chapter ten, verse twenty-four through twenty-five, in the New International Version says this it says consider or let us consider how we may spur one another on i think spur is a word of fight a fighting word oh that's spar never mind i i didn't put that on my notes i just thought of it right now but spur one another on but it is fighting love and towards love and good deeds not giving up meeting together everybody say together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging, everyone say encouraging. <laughs> Even if you're not an encourager, it feels good just to say that word. Yeah, I'm an encourager. I just said it. Encouraging one another. All the more as you see the day approaching. Don't merely see this as a rebuke to the church to show up for church. And I think that's part of what Hebrews is saying. But Hebrews is saying so much more than just Make sure you're on church. Make sure you're at church on Sunday. Don't uh, neglect the meeting of yourselves together, the assembly of yourselves together in some versions it says. But I think it's talking just as much about a way of life that we need to live. Um, this word is talking about living together, doing life together. Maybe not with everyone in this room. Maybe with no one in this room. Maybe this is talking about your family or your marriage or your kids. 
But I think it's talking about eating together. Having friends at your table. You know, we talked about tables. Oh, I'm getting closer. Talking to you. Having friends at your table. Making time to meet with your family for coffee. What's the last time you had coffee with your brother, with your cousin, if they live here? That's a, that's a blessing to have. My family lives in a whole other state. I can't just have coffee with them anytime I want. Picking up the phone, when was the last time that you told someone you were praying for them? I, hey, I'm praying for your job interview. I know you're going through this. I'm praying for you. Eating together, supporting each other. Show, I said eating again because I like eating. Showing up at the hospital when someone's sick. It's not someone that you, it doesn't even have to be someone you don't know. There's enough people that get sick in the hospital that you know that you could show up for them. Texting when you know someone's having a tough day. Giving them a hug on a Sunday. I'm giving you lots of ideas. I guess giving a high five would be encouraging as well, spurring one another on. Me and Angelo gave a high five today. It was, we looked so cool when we did it, didn't we? Smiling, greeting, giving a blessing to someone, giving them an encouraging word, a gift, meeting them for a game, for a play, for golf, for going to a worship concert. You name it, together. Together. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards good deeds, encouraging one another. I don't want to be a motivational speaker today. I simply want to plant this word in your heart that he's planted in my heart, in my spirit, this word together. I've been known while on a trip, I don't know about you guys, uh, when you're driving and there's a sign that says, lookout point, scenic view, stop here, look at this. It's not, there's, there's a, they're all over Colorado. And sometimes you'll stop and it's like, that nah, was not worth stopping for. It's, you shouldn't put a sign that says this. It's just, it's just a valley. What's so great about it? Sometimes we need to stop and enjoy the view. If you've ever had teenagers, you know what I'm talking about. I will stop. I do this and I'll be like, oh, you guys, let's stop here. This is going to be a great picture. Everybody get out. And they're like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And as they get older, it gets harder. You get them against the wall of the, the, against the like, median and say okay smile for this picture it's gonna be great you take the picture and then they get it back in the car as fast as they can and then get back on their phones I'm, that's not what i'm talking about today i want maybe to ask you in your drive in your journey in your travel through 2020 just take a moment stop let's stop the car stop the car for a minute get out let's look at the view it's a beautiful view. Maybe it's ugly to you. Maybe there's things that you see that you're dreading this year. You're looking out. You're fearing certain things. I do not want February to come. I do not even, I want to go back to December, <laughs> some of you are. I want, no, we're not looking at the, where we drove. We're looking at the new view. And I think God would say to you, in this view that you see, whether you're dreading or whether you're afraid or whether you're excited, there is together in that. 
And I don't know if the together that you need to encourage you today is that I will be with you wherever you go, says the Lord. Maybe that's the together. Maybe you don't need the together that Seth is going to be with you. Remember how I used to use you in every sermon? Well, I just brought it back. Seth will be with you. He might be friends with you, but sometimes all you need to hear is, I will be with you together. You're in this together with him. I don't care how much you hate your husband or your wife or your whoever, or you don't hate anyone. We don't hate anyone, right? I don't care how upset you are with life or your job. Or God says, together, when we look at this view, don't jump back in the car and get on your phone. Just take a moment. I will be with you wherever you go. Here's another encouraging together that I think he's saying. There are people around you that will be with you. Oh, wait, I don't... No, they won't, because I had all of 2019, and I never met Nate once in my whole 2019. Well, Nate is here, and he's not going anywhere. And maybe, and I'm using him as an example, but, you know, there's, in, there's many people in this room. There's many people in your life that um, he wants you to live life together with them. They will help you. Maybe he wants to remind you of a relationship you have that you need to rekindle with some friends, someone that's going to stabilize you, someone that's going to solidify, make you, uh, uh, make you accountable. Maybe he's going to introduce you to someone in this church. Not that we're the end all, but you, this is your church family. This is where God planted you. Maybe he's going to introduce you to someone in this very room that could literally change your life this year, not because of them, but because of the Christ in them. As you get to know each other, as they encourage you, as they build you up, all the more as the day approaches, Hebrews says, I know the world we live in, all the more do we need help. Do we need to do it alone? No, we can't do it alone. All the more as you see the problems, you just turn on the... Turn on the news and you can see the problems. You can see the plight. Look at the plight, kids. I don't know if you saw that movie. but There is all around you. You need together. And as you look over this horizon, over this scene, this scenic view, God would say together is in your future. Well, I don't want together in my future. I don't like together. Let me, I, know you have, I know all the excuses. I have them too of being together. It's not always easiest. And I don't even think it's always best, but in spiritual terms it is. I, I'll, just, I'll just bring up just last week. Being together, I was together with my family. My family is wonderful. Um... But, <laughs> no, we, went, we all went to the mall, like you do a lot together when, you're, when you haven't seen them for a long time. So we go everywhere together. We're, let's go to the mall together. Oh, that's a great thing. I don't even like going to the mall together with Cynthia and Reagan. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh. We're, we're, going, he we're going to this store. We were with 20 people at the mall, and we're trying to stay together. Does that sound like a lot of fun to you? I'm like, oh, this, and I knew that we were there. I knew we had a, we had a reservation at a restaurant at 3 o'clock. We were there at 1 o'clock. 
We were there at one o'clock. That means I had two hours to go through this store and this. I don't, there's not like hardly one store I care to even go in at the mall. I like to walk through it. I like to see the decorations, hear the Christmas music, get some some hot cocoa or some some yeah right salted malt salted caramel mocha or something like that and and then go home but we were there and i'll tell you a secret i took jade jaden didn't want to go with the group so i took him to see cats because he really wanted to go see cats while we were at the mall we stayed for 40 minutes in cats because it was horrible <laughs> i'm sorry it wasn't the greatest movie but it was enjoyable because i didn't have to be together you know what i'm saying we don't like together um let me give you some excuses why we don't like together okay we like to do things ourselves whether we achieve more or not, it's easier to do it ourselves, right? Doing it together is less, doing it by ourselves is less messy. It's more private, isn't it? I'm going to the store, I'm doing this. Now when you talk about, I'm going to pray, uh, I don't need others praying with me. I'm doing it by myself. When we talk about, oh, I need someone to talk to me, let's talk this out. I'd rather just not talk about it. You're with me, I know. You won't admit it, but we don't want people to know our business. It's too much to bite off to do together. That means I have to build relationship. I have to um, cultivate. I have to water. I have to, um, it means risking. What if they don't like me? What if they think I'm dumb? What if they think I'm uh, petty? What if they think I am sinful? What if they don't think I'm a Christian? What if they start to judge me? Uh, together, it's much easier. Let's just do it alone, right? Uh, unfortunately, the word says that no woman or man is an island to themselves. Where you are going, you are not going alone this year. You're going to do it together with others, with God. It's a simple word, but... Um, I heard uh, my coach, I hear my coach's voice from, from high school. His name was Coach Roscoe Jennings. That was his real name. And he looked like Roscoe Jennings. And he would always say, okay, gentlemen, take off your hats and take a knee. And that would, our helmets, take off our helmets. Because obviously I was a football player, as you can look. I played football for like probably like nine years truly so give me some i don't know if that makes you respect me or just laugh at me but you know take off your hats and take a knee we're a team gentlemen we're a team and his belly w went to about the second row and he talked so he wasn't much of a uh, he would tell us to run but he didn't run and he said a team and you can even fill in the blank because he just he just would just go on a rant of cliches right and he said together Everyone achieves, what would he say? Do you guys know? More. Maybe that's not a cliche. Together, everyone achieves more, gentlemen. We do this together. And I want to say to you today that God has a year of 2020 for you together, and you will achieve more. 
he would be very happy. Roscoe Jennings, I think he's past now, God rest his soul. But all these excuses that we have for why we want to do it by ourselves are roadblocks to getting to the view. They don't let you see the view. I don't know if you've ever um, seen geese flying. Do we? We don't see them a lot here in Colorado as much. Or maybe as a kid, I would just notice them more. You know, you just notice things more because you stop and you look at the beauty. And I remember watching geese fly by in Missouri. And what do they do? They fly in a V formation, don't they? Is any, how many, raise your hand if you've ever seen this. It, so it happens here, I guess, when they're going somewhere else than Colorado when it gets cold, I guess. And as they fly, um, you've heard, you've heard some scientists explain this, or maybe you heard someone tell you what a scientist said, but the reason they do this is because when they fly in a V formation, each goose, right, flies a little bit lower than the other one and a little bit farther back, and it breaks the wind in front of them, and it allows them to fly further, fly faster, more efficiently, and then they take turns going to the front. You know, if you would compare that with a pelican, a pelican flies by himself, and he flaps his wings, and he's tired, and, and studies say, say that their heart rate is always faster, and they don't live as long as geese. Another reason that the V formation is so that they can keep eyes on all of the geese so they know that everyone's there. Is, is Bob here? Is Shelly here? Is Tommy here? Yeah, they're, we're all here. And it helps them to be more efficient in their communication. And you could go, you could just spend a lot of time on applying this to a church. Let's fly in the V formation. But, um, and, and, the, and the, um, the military uses this with planes for communication. They know exactly where each other are, the V. But I would say this. I can see, what, what would you do? Would you be more like the pelican or more like the goose? I think that sometimes I'm, I'm a goose who wants to do, be the pelican. And I start trying to live that way. I start trying to do it, and I get stressed, and I get worried, and I get tired. <sighs> I'm, our, I'm, I'm, I'm even sounding out of breath just talking about it. And I think I'll live less. I'll live shorter life if I do that. I need to be more like the, the geese who I need to get in formation. Is that a word for you today? You need to, you need to let others help you along. Um, my brother Angelo, will you play that song from Cats that I heard the other day? No, I'm just kidding. Play something, anything but that. I can see many parallels, and I'm not going to go into them. We're going into a series called Together, and in, over the next uh, month, we're going to um, talk about how we can go further when we're together, how we can do 2020 together, how we can do together better. This is a word for you corporately as a church, but individually as well. We're going to receive communion. And as we do, we're going to, I'm going to invite the whole worship team up. We're going to sing. And as we um, partake in our sacrament, we do this every month at the first of the month. Every Foursquare Church has chosen this day for communion. And communion will be in the back of the tables.
You're not going to get it. No one's going to come to you. You're going to go and do it yourself. Sometimes I like to do things a little different just to make sure that we have meaning with it still. You're going to choose when you want to go back during this worship song. And probably most of you will just go as fast as you can and do it. But I encourage you as you go to receive communion to make this an act of deeper relationship with your Savior. This together. We need to do this better. Everyone in the room, I can convict you right now and say, you need to do this better. We all do. In fact, I should just have us all pray right now. Let us do this better. We need to do this better too together, but we need to do this. So as you receive the communion, make it an act of deeper commitment. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sins and you've forgiven me and you did it so that I can have relationship with you. Make sure you say something like that. Make a commitment that I want a relationship with you, Jesus, in a better way this year. Let it be a time of reflection, of decision, to make sure that in your vocabulary in 2020, together is there. And then we're going to close. I'm going to give you... Um, 19 ways. No, just kidding. I'm, I'll close with a challenge uh, as we close the service today. But um, would you all just, um, let's see, would you all just stand to your feet if, you, if you're able, if you can't, just stay seated. We're going to sing this as we sing. Feel free to go receive communion, and we pray a blessing over this time, God. I pray that everyone in the room would find a place of forgiveness with you, find a place of uh, realness with you that they can come to you. I thank you that you give us that grace and that freedom to be forgiven and that we receive this communion in memory of our relationship with you and how we're going to do it better in this new year. Amen. In the scripture that came for Psalm 2, that came to me is trust and obey for there's no other way and there isn't the more we trust him the more we're able to grow in him good word sister amen i believe that's for 100 percent of you today 90 uh, not for me but for the for you i'm just kidding for me as well yeah you can stay seated so um, Chip and I just went on a, a big road trip, and um, we were driving on some interstate, and I was reading because I like to read when we drive, and he likes to see the scenery, and he says, uh, Jeremiah 33, 3, and I said, what? And he goes, that's what the back of that truck says, and I said, oh, um, that's interesting. Maybe that's a word for us. So um, Jeremiah 33, 3 is called to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not. Amen. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things that you do not know yet. Is that what you said? Let that be a word for you as well. You'd say, well, that was for her. Well, that's the Bible. So it's a word for all of us. You call on him, he will show you great and mighty things. You stay quiet in your house and wallow, you will see ungreat and unmighty things and you will think on them and you will be depressed. <laughs> that would be the other side. Let God speak to you this year. Let him show you great and mighty things. My brother, what is he saying to you? Um, the Lord was 
was speaking to me about being in the moment with him and um, just listening to what he has to say. The word from him for me was be in the moment. Be in the moment. Amen. That's good. Good word. Opening up the floodgates here. Here we go. I just forgot because my memory is really bad. Oh, no. Uh, the Lord tells anybody who's struggling with depression, put on the spirit of praise. Uh, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you just praise him, praise him, praise him when you're struggling, that will lift and that will break that bondage. Amen. Amen. It's a good word. My dad used to sing that song a lot. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And um, it's literally, you really have to put it on each day. If you don't put it on, the devil will put on what he wants to put on you. And you'll walk through your day depressed and you won't be a light. You'll be the darkness and you'll hide your light under a bushel, right? You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let it shine. My sister. That's that's called um, the Holy Spirit. He'll do that. And if you ignore it, the more you ignore it, you it'll get less and less, and then you won't feel it, and then you won't ever do what God wants. So that's good. Um, the word I got was commitment, because we keep talking about getting closer with God and the Lord this year. But I feel like a big part of that is being committed in fellowship and with those people around you, because life likes to get make us busy and take us away from the people that are cheering us on the most. So I think this year, a part of being closer with God is being committed to those around you and being committed to fellowship because everyone in this room here will help you on your journey when you start to feel lost. They will be there for you, to pray for you, to just talk with you. And as Linda once told me, I will have hope for the both of us when you can't have hope for yourself. So that commitment is a big thing to keep in mind throughout the year as we try to get closer with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I think I think it's being, is it still being recorded is it, or did it get recorded? So um, a lot of times when someone shares something, it's for all of us. It's probably most more for them than anyone. And what that does for, any, if anything, is it confirms Victoria, it confirms what God's speaking to you. Victoria, confirms what he's speaking to you. So this year, you go back and listen to this service and hear what you said to yourself because God will, you'll be like, oh, that's for me too, right? That's usually how God speaks. And that's why it's good that, I, that's why I love for people to share because it definitely solidifies it in their hearts. I guess there's nobody else. I guess, no, I'm just kidding. Just... Thank you. <laughs> you know how well I like to be up here. Um, can you put up the together slide again? Just the, the word together, please. If you notice the word, you look at the first two letters, it's two. The next three is get. The last four is there. We got to get there together. Ooh, that's good. I, I was like, where are you going to get her? Okay. <laughs> That does good too. Come on, sister. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Patrick. 
Um, be still and know that I am God. I was reading in devotions where God literally made it to where Jacob was alone when he was going to see Esau. His wives went ahead, his cattle went ahead. I mean, he had absolutely nothing to worry about, no nothing. And he was literally alone with God. And I know that's what God is speaking to me this year is alone and be still and know that I am God. So that means I have to shut up, which is very hard for me to do if anybody knows me. So get the duct tape out and I'll be at home with duct tape. Anybody wants to come see me? That doesn't sound good, does it? <laughs> we got the first part. Often we'll, we'll share what God's got on our heart and then we try to explain it. That's my problem. Uh, that's why we should just have a 10-minute service every week and just let God say what he said. Any more? Any more before I close? Be still is a word for this generation. Um, and the parents do it too. And the grandparents do it too. Where we're not still. Where, what's the next thing I can look at? Where, oh, look at this. What, oh, what, what else could I... And we don't take just still, still time. I think um, some of my best times are when I give Jaden a nap. He still does. He's almost six years old, and I love it that he wants to take a nap. And I'll lay with him. And um, I don't always, I don't ever hardly go to sleep when he goes to sleep. So I'm just sitting there, like, and it's like, God's like, okay. So that this is what it took for you to get still with me. And some of those times are our best uh, hearing from God. Amen. Um, I want to close uh, this service um, by saying a couple of things about spurring one another on towards good deeds. I don't want this to sound like an announcement or a sales pitch, um, although I just put that in your mind that it could be an announcement. It's not. It really isn't. Um, I I've heard preachers do that and I have done that at times where I want to like throw something in to make it sound better because it's spiritual then then you'll come to the um the giving night where we're giving money to Jesus or something but I, I these are just super practical applications to the word of God okay and if our church can help you to uh, apply together to your life then um then we're doing a better job than just telling you to do it and then not giving you any options. But we have them, and people have been raised up in this church who lead these ministries um, that that do these things that I don't do myself. Other people lead these, and it helps our church be a family and do things together. I want to share some. Do you need victory in an area in your life? How many need victory in an area in your life? You're like, I'm afraid to answer this. Raise your hand if you do. Raise your hand, okay. All the other liars, I know that you need victory. We have something new we're starting, and we've been practicing for an entire two months so that we'd be ready for January. Um, and I believe, it's, does it start this, this Monday? Yeah, tomorrow. Called Fight Club where we're going to help you fight and win. We're going to help you win. We're, we're calling this a fellowship of people who are winning a fight against something you need help. If you look in your bullets and it talks about it, don't look at there because then it'll really sound like an announcement. But you need help with your fight? Join Fight Club. It's for guys and girls. We're going to fight through grief. We're going to fight through depression. We're going to fight through aggression. We're going to fight through anger, through addictions 
um, the taboo is I don't show up for those things because I'm not a drug dealer, so I don't need to go to the... We all, I just said, who needs victory in an area? You, everyone raised your hand. If we really had the truth, every church should have everyone involved in a group like this, a club like this. Starts, starts tomorrow night, launches Monday nights at 6 o'clock. Join our team. This was one you're going to love. <laughs> you need some people around you. You don't have anyone to be friends with. You need to make friends. Join one of the teams. We have a cleaning team that's led by Ron and Kay Cleaver. They've been pastors for a hundred years, and they come to our church and they say they'll they'll lead the cleaning team. I'm like, are you serious? Do you know what you're saying? They're like, yeah, we know what we're saying. They're not doing it because they love cleaning. They're doing it because they they're crazy. I don't know. No, no, they're doing it because they love Jesus and um, they can't do it by themselves and they have a great team and, and everyone that cleans usually does it like for one time a week or sometimes even less and it's just for like 30 minutes. They do one little area. You're in charge of the area around Angelo where he dropped his donut uh, at the keyboard, you know, those kind of things. We'd love to help you. We'd love to you to help help you help us. And help you to meet people because you meet people that way. Watering plants. We have a team that's led by Arnie and Mary right here. They water plants. That's all they do here. No, that's not all they do. They do a lot of things, but it's it's cleaning that. We we have a we have our own backyard at, inside, and he and he leads this, and he does almost everything himself. It should be together. If you if you're good at cleaning, or you're good at um, watering plants, you're good at sweeping. You're good at um, what do you call those things? Zzz, the blowers, the blows the leaves. Talk to talk to Arnie. Yes, doesn't it sound like an announcement? It's not. I'm. Tr you need to be involved. You know the the classic thing. If you don't know church, 80% of the church, 20% of the church does 80% of the work. Um, let's not be that church, right? And I, it's not because I've listed every person in this church on a on a paper, and almost every person has a job here already. I know that, but um, you want another job? That's a great one. Encouraging each other. Uh, should you um, join our team? Help our next generation know who Jesus is. You know the 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 trend is that um, in my day it was. Um, something like 68% of this generation would know Jesus by the time they graduate from uh, high school. In this, in this generation, it's less than 4% will know who Jesus is when they graduate high school because it's a Jesus-less culture, and we need to help them to be passionate about Jesus. We need, we need you to step up and serve with our kids, our youth, really our kids mostly. My wife is in there today. She's in there most weeks serving. She loves it, but um, if that's on your heart, not because you feel like you have to, but because it's on your heart, here's some fun ones. Should you join a, I don't know why I said should you. I must have, oh, I said consider spurring one another on towards good neat deeds. One way you could do this, should you join our 20 to 30 something community? This is led by Janice and Justin. Janice, raise your hand. She's a lovely lady they're having a brunch this month just look in your bulletin it talks about it they're getting together they're making dream boards or something and think about their future and it's going to be great if you want to be a part of our 20 to 30 community 
If you want to be a part of our 40 to 50 something community, we are gathering. We gather almost every month. Starting last month, we got this month coming up. Tony that was just up here giving that um, word and Chip, we're going to their house. We play, I think we're playing Bunko this month or something. I don't know why I have that in my head. Is it Bunko for some reason? I feel like it is. Is that a word? Oh, there you are. Huh? Yahtzee. I knew it was something like that. Eating dinner together. Join us. There is a great group led by a two mean people that lead the 55 and overs group. Juanita and Bill Middlebrook. Or, um, Juanita, I almost, I was thinking, did I call you Barbara? Because I just talked to Barbara. But anyways, Juanita and Bill, they're leading this group. These old people, they get together and they're crazy. I saw the pictures from their last party in the 40 to 50 something. We thought we were, um, we looked old compared to you guys. So join the 40 to 50 something, 55 and over group, 55 and over group. Don't just come, would you stand to your feet? I'm done. Don't just come on Sundays and be a seat warmer. Open yourself to. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.